Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, thank you for this broadcast today. We open our hearts. We open our minds, sir, to receive revelation from heaven, words from heaven by the Spirit of the living God. And we receive it by faith, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. And we've got something really special here for you, so watch this. Is it possible that there exists an ancient mystery that lies behind the events of modern times that determines the rise and fall of the stock market and the economy, the rise and collapse of nations, the destruction of empires and superpowers, a mystery more than 3,000 years old, and yet that determines global cataclysms, the timing of world wars, the atomic age, the Cold War, the attack of 9-11, and more. Could a mystery revealed in a Middle Eastern mountain ordain the rise of America and what may be its coming fall? Could this ancient mystery given to a nation of shepherds be so precise that it has ordained and determined the timing of the greatest collapses in Wall Street history down to the year, the month, the date, and the hours? What if we could know the future? Could there exist a mystery going back to ancient times that's been affecting even molding our lives from the days we were born. From events of global proportions to the state of our bank accounts, our past, our present, and our future. And what does it foretell concerning what is yet to come? What is this mystery? It's called the mystery of the Shemitah. Yes, you can know. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Would you join me in welcoming Rabbi Jonathan Kahn? Oh, Great to be here. man, I have enjoyed this. It is just so exciting to me. Mm. To the, the very idea that, that we're in the back of the book, <laughs> we're in the, in the time of mm. the, the greatest victories this planet has ever seen mm -hmm. the kingdom of God engage in. And we're there right now, and God is rearranging this thing mm. all through the years. Ever since I was a student at Oral Roberts University, and Oral Roberts, my spiritual father, mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things he preached on while I was working for his ministry as part of the flight crew, and one of, he preached on the great jubilee. Glory mm. to God that mm. Jesus is our jubilee. Well, he just set a fire in my mm. bones right then, 49 years ago. Mm -hmm. And mm. so I've had a heart mm. for this all these years. But, brother, <laughs> I tell you, not since I heard Brother Roberts, and all these years in studying and listening, and Billy Brim, I mean, Billy has, has just taught me she and Gloria, and they studied the Shemitah, and, mm. and my daughter Terry, and all that. But something happened with that book mm. on the mystery of the Shemitah, mm. right after the Harbinger, of mm. course, mm. where the Harbingers. Mm. I mean, you know, you jacked me up <laughs> way up here, and that just set me up mm. for 
for a re-study mm. of the Shemitah. And, mm. and it, it's so exciting, yeah. I'm going to stand it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just marvelous. <laughs> yeah, the Lord is amazing. And and this is, you know, and we're going to, we're going to get to, I, I know by, like, by the end of the week, we're going to get to that, the, the Jubilee Super Shemitah and where we are and all the whole thing. So, so this is, and, but this is, the mystery of the Shemitah goes back over 3,000 years and it literally lies behind the rise and fall of the economy, stock market, nations, history, uh, even end time events. It is God's time clock. And it's all, it's showing how amazing God is. He is in charge of everything, every detail, every part of our lives. He's bigger than any system. He is bigger than all things. And it has affected us from the moment we were born. And this shows you how, much, how exact God is. And some parts of this mystery are going to come right to, down to the second of time. Mm. Literally. literally. Mm. That's how precise. Now, it, it begins in Mount Sinai. It begins on there. Leviticus, I'm reading from Leviticus 25. It says, and the Lord said to Moses, verse one, in Mount Sinai saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when you come into the land which I'm giving you, then the land will keep a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you will sow your field, six years you will prune your vineyard and gather in its fruit. But in the seventh year will be a Sabbath of rest to the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. You will neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. That's the beginning of the Ordinance of the Shemitah. Now, people know about every seven days was Sabbath day. Everybody knows that. But every seventh year was a Sabbath year, and this mm. year was called the Shemitah in Hebrew. And during that year, no sowing, no reaping. The land has got to have a Sabbath. The entire land, the economy has a Sabbath. Everything has a Sabbath. It is not, you're not touching anything. It's all saying that all our blessings come from God. Everything comes from God. The land comes from God. Everything we have comes from God. That's what the Shemitah is. Everybody turns to, to the Lord away from everything else. Well, the land rests. That's the Shemitah. But on the last day of the Shemitah, and you'll find this also in the Torah, the last day, something extraordinary happens. On the last day of the Shemitah, it's called Elul 29 on the Hebrew calendar, mm -hmm. 29th day of Elul. Elul 29, last day of the civil year, on that day, all debts are wiped out, all credits wiped out, all financial, the financial accounts of the nation are wiped clean. It's a start over. Everything is a reset totally on the day. So that day itself was called the day of the Shemitah because Shemitah can mean release, not only of the land, but of people and of financial accounts. Sure. So this is to be a blessing. I mean, anybody would be a blessing for anybody to rest for a year and then have your debts wiped out. And prosper more in the year you didn't work that's than right. all the time you were working. That, that, that's, that's, that's that right. has always that, been a flag to me yeah. that if you'll obey God, you prosper. And yeah, you know, along with this in Israel, they literally, there are farmers who literally do this, literally do this to this day. They rest and, they, and those that do give, they're, they've given testimony that they've been more prospered the next years than the other, than the other farms that kept working, you know. So here is this principle of blessing. But when Israel turns away from God, drives them out, says, no, we don't want you, stops doing the Shemitah, stops doing the Sabbath. The Shemitah comes back now as a sign of judgment on a nation that has disregarded God, dr driven him out, broken his word, 
and it comes back. So that's the other side. That's the other side, the that, which is basically rejecting the blessing of it. So what happens is this all comes to a head in 586 BC when Israel is taken into captivity into Babylon. For how long? They said the, the God tells the prophets 70 years of judgment. Where are the 70 years from? God gives the answer. He says, because now the land is going to rest for the 70 Sabbaths or Shemitahs you didn't observe. Now the land's going to rest. You're not going to be doing it. You're not going to be messing it up. So here it is. So the, the Shemitahs become the key even in that. And that's what, actually, it's even in the Torah that says if you do this, the land's going to rest anyway. Now, let me ask you something. Um, <clears throat> uh, mentally, that took me back to Deuteronomy 30, uh, 19 and 20 where he said, I call heaven and earth the record this day against you that I place before you life, mm -hmm. death, mm -hmm. blessing, mm -hmm. cursing. That's right. Now you choose life. That's right. But if you don't, you've automatically chosen. That's right. Death. Cursing and death. Cursing, yeah. So that's, that's what happened exactly. with the Shemitah, isn't it? Exactly. God did it as a blessing. Absolutely. But when you didn't choose blessing, you get the other side. You get the other side. And that's ex exactly that's so what clear. happened. It's, it's in the law, the Torah itself. It says, if you do this, you're going to be taken and the land is going to rest for those. It's going to happen anyway, it's, but either as blessing or by force, it's going to happen. The Shemitah is going to come. And so, because God is sovereign. And so what it's saying here is in hmm. 586 BC, it all happens. And not only does it happen, but... In order for that to happen at that time in history, in human history, for them to be taken by Babylon and then later returned when Persia takes over Babylon and says, go back to the land, according to the timing of the Shemitah, it means all of world history has to revolve around this. It means that even the rise and fall of empires has to be according to this mystery of God. And so here is Isn't the mystery of the Shemitah. Something? And that the ultimate thing is that God is sovereign. And so here is the big question. Could this mystery, could this pattern still be in effect or when God says it says so, can it at times be a sign of judgment to a nation of warning? Can it be a sign that God is in charge of everything we have? Well, the answer is yes and amazingly. First thing, the first realm of the Shemitah is it affects the financial realm, economic realm, you know, everything stops and then things are wiped clean. Well, here's, let me give you an example of this. In the last 40 years, I mean, we, we don't, we don't, stop to our farms, you know, as they did in Israel, but we have an economy that's, that, can, that can have a recession, can have a depression. Last 40 years, there have been five major uh, economic or financial collapses of Wall Street. I mean, long-term. So where it reaches its peak, begins to descend. The years are 1973, we were just talking mm -hmm. about that, 1980, 87, 2000 and 2007, and in the middle of that, 94, you've got, you've got the greatest bond market collapse in history. But so what do you know? What's about that? Number one, they're all connected by a period of seven years. Everyone, seven-year cycle, so as in the Bible. Each one happens seven years before the one before or the one after, number one. Number two, do they happen seven years or exactly what about when the Shemitah actually is? It's not just any seven-year period. It's an exact one. Well, the year of the Shemitah was 1973, 1980, 87, 94, 2000, 2001, and 2007 and 8. You have all that happened. Now, if you even expand it, every 100% of them happen according to, the, to what God said. The other thing is that if you go back even farther to the 20th century, you see the, the greatest collapses happen, most of them happen at the year of the Shemitah. And if you look at the top three, here's the top three. 1937-38, it's it collapses, it's the year of the Shemitah. Actually, the day the Shemitah begins, the next day Wall Street collapses. 2000 and 2008, Great Recession is number two. Mm -hmm. That happens. 2007 and 8 is the year of the Shemitah. 
The other one, the other year of the Shemitah, the other greatest is, is the Great Depression. Key years of collapses, 1930 and 31, you have the greatest collapses there. 1930 and 31 is the year of the Shemitah. When the Shemitah enters the Elul 29, that wipeout time, ushers in the greatest month wipeout in world history. That's just that part. Now, not only that, but as you take it, I don't know if time to go into it, but it actually the, the mystery determines the time of year when it happens. You notice, Brother Copeland, that when you look at, look at uh, the, the crashes of stock market, the greatest day crashes, people have always been mystified. Why do they tend to happen around the autumn? You know, you have Black Monday, Black, you know, oh, September, October. September, October is, is Elul Tishri, which is the time that God appointed for the remission of the financial, the cleansing of the financial realm. But not only that, in the last two, the, let me give you what happened, example of what happened in 2008 and 2001. You've had, we had in this millennium, we've had two major shaking so far, the 21st century. We've had, we've had 9-11, and then we had the Great Recession, mm. the collapse. When did they happen? Remember the Shemitah is a seven-year mystery. 9-11-2001, when is the collapse? 2008, that's a seven-year cycle. The collapse of Wall Street and the world happens in the month of September. That's seven years to the month of 9-11. It happens the second week of September, seven years to the, it's the week of 9-11, seven years to that. When, when it reaches its crescendo, the people in New York go into the stock exchange, they take the gavel, they ring the bell. That morning, the bell refused to ring. Literally, Wall Street took it as a sign. That day comes the greatest collapse in world history, period. Greatest point crash ever when it took place on Elul 29, the day of the Shemitah that God appointed in his word 3,000 years before. The exact day, down to the hours. Mm. In fact, mm. it finishes at 4 o'clock. That's just when the sun is set. That's when you have to finish all the release in the Bible. In fact, in, in Israel, the Orthodox Jews are symbolically canceling out their debts while all across the world everything's being canceled out. That is then. But what happens, according to the mystery, if you go back seven years from that collapse? Well, here's what happens. You go back seven years, it brings you to September 2001, you have 9-11. But you also have the other greatest crash in world history to that day. Happened September 17th. It was actually caused by 9-11. And you have the greatest crash. When did that happen? Well, that's, you know, September 17th, September 20th. That's about, that's seven years, give or take two weeks. But God is more exact than that. If you strip away the Western calendar, get back to the biblical calendar, the other greatest collapse in world history happened on the same exact biblical day. Elul 29, the day of the Shemitah, appointed by God. The two greatest collapses in world history to those days each happen on the exact same biblical day. The day that's appointed in his word to, to, to cleanse the financial realm happens seven biblical Hebrew years apart down to the day, the month, the week, the hour, the second, down to the closing bell only the hand of God could oh do that. Oh, my goodness. Only the hand of God. Oh you know, he's in charge. And for that to happen, we were talking before, every single event in human history, had, a, had a, every single transaction that anybody made in the had to be part of that equation. That's how That's much right. God is in charge. That's, That's how much. Right. And even 9-11, you know, 9-11 caused the first one, so even the timing of that is that way. And how exact is this? I don't, I don't put this in every, in every place. But the thing is that, that you know, this, this mystery is a mystery of sevens. Well, could the mark of the Shemitah be on this, the handprint of God in that? How much was wiped away in 2001? How much of Wall Street? 7%. How much percent in 2008? 7%. How many points were wiped out on the market in 2008? 777. On the day of sevens, 7%, seven thing, everything. God is exact. God is 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 precise in what he does and so that that's what happened and you know i was amazed when this time i said how come everybody you know have all these nobel prize winners who are talking about the economy and then why did this collapse 
it's right there. I mean, anybody can look this up. It's exactly on the exact, seven years apart, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not just Elul 29. It's one Elul 29 in seven years, and that's when it all happened. God is so exact, saying that he's in charge of everything. The Shemitah saying he's in charge the of everything. The whole blessing. thing is a result of disobedience. Yeah. And now I, I want to go. I want to go back here for a moment, and, and and share this with you again. Why the United States? Well, God gave birth to the nation of Israel. God gave birth to Jesus out of the nation of Israel, and. Jesus gave birth to the body of Christ out of the nation of Israel. And the most prosperous nation since the nation of Israel is the United States of America. And it was given birth to by those that loved God and wanted a place to worship God and set it up after the pattern of the nation of Israel, which put us in the place of the mightiest jubilee blessings of all mankind, which put us on the flip side of the thing that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And that's the reason it's so important for us to know this. Yeah, and this, I mean, these things affect the world. I mean, everybody in the world is basically affected by it, and yet America is the head of nations, has been the head of nations, and has been blessed more than any Yeah, because whatever happens to us, it's going it, to uh, ripple the yeah. whole earth. Yeah, and too much is given, much is required. That's the warning here. And, and, the, and you know, and the, even in this present, the present one here, just an example of something here, sometimes people focus on the days. It can happen like that with the days, but the overall pattern is, of the Shemitah is that the stock market reaches its peak, begins to a long-term descent. What happened right now in the present one is the stock market reaches its peak after years in May, began, began a descent towards the end of the Shemitah. As it got closer, what happened is it produced some of the greatest crashes in world history, the, the two of the greatest day crashes ever in history. It produced Black Monday, the greatest intraday crash ever in history. It wiped out, wiped out of, of uh, of the American market, $2 trillion. Mar of China's, the, China has become the new engine of the world economy. <clears throat> wiped out almost half of the entire Chinese financial realm. Wiped out $11 trillion from the world markets. All over the world, it followed the same pattern again, saying that God is on the throne. And the other thing is that God is in charge of everything. And the other thing is that, that with this, one of the things about the stream we didn't even get into, one of the things I put in the book is it also determines the rise and fall of nations. Some of the greatest things you've seen, the greatest changes in world history, World War I, World War II, 9-11, all happen linked to the Shemitah. 9-11 um, happens on the last week, the peak, when you reach that crescendo, that wipeout time, and the word Shemitah in Hebrew can also mean the collapse, the shaking, and the fall as well. It can be a blessing, release, or all those things. Well, another thing that happened is, you know, America has been the strongest economic power on earth since 1871, when it overtook the British Empire. But you know what, Brother Copeland, in the, as the Shemitah began, the American age as the strongest economic power came to an end when China overtook the crown. China overtook, that's why China was almost the center of this. They overtook the crown. Now, now God calls, you know, he, you know, we are still, you know, the head of nations of many ways. And it was our fault that that, that, that happened. We, you cannot. We bowed our knee to him. And you cannot, you know, listen, listen, God is, we said this before, God is not mocked. You cannot 
turn away from God. You cannot, you cannot have other gods. You cannot blaspheme God, defy God, legislate against the word of God, and expect the blessings of God to continue. And then sing Amazing Grace when it crashes. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, God is in charge of all these things. And what it's saying, and, and we are now, we're going to, know what one of the things we're going to get to is the Jubilee, which is the prophetic Jubilee, which is an amazing thing that we are in right now. I mean, we, we are in it right now. And the last times that happened, God has done an end time event because the, the Shemitah also is linked to end time events. Because if you look at the, the, 70, the 70 years of the Shemitahs when they were out of the land, during that time, Daniel gets a vision of redemption. It's the opposite of the. He gets another 77s. You have 77s of judgment. That's right. It was right at the right. same time. And it's the same pattern. Yeah. You know, you talk about the flip side. Well, you got, you got blessing, you got judgment, but then you have redemption. It's the flip side of judgment. And you know, <laughs> glory to God. I had the Lord ask me one time, He said, Who controlled um, the, the government and the the nations, uh, the nation during Nebuchadnezzar's reign. I said, well, he did. He said, no, Daniel did. Mm. I said, and immediately I saw it. It was his prayers that, mm. I mean, the kings came and went, but mm. Daniel was in the middle of that blessing and what he prayed and what he did had everything to do with that nation, yes, not he did. the kings. Yes, he did. And he was praying the prayer of repentance, of intercession. That they should that, have prayed. That they should have prayed, that they didn't. He, But God said in the Torah, well, do it now. So he does it, he does it. And the entire world history revolves around it and the perfect pattern of God. When the 77s are finished, it's all done. And God and God does it. He <laughs> raises, so good, lifts man. down, raises, and and the other thing is, so he gets, he gets the, he's praying, and then the, then the angel appears, gives him the 77s, just like the judgment, but reverse. It's not, it's not 77, this, it's 77s of redemption leading to Messiah, leading to redemption, oh, leading really? to restoration, yeah. leading to Jerusalem. Oh. And then the last seven is missing, which is the end time tribulation. All in, this is all part of the same mystery. So all of it through the, as Daniel prays to God. And here we are. Here we are. Amen. Yeah. We'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.